Welcome to Death and Aliens, an in-depth look at horror and sci-fi TV from two friends who vaguely know what they're doing. I'm Courtney. I'm MK. And how are you? I am tired. Um, for the first time in a long time, I'm just like feeling genuinely overwhelmed. Like, and I know what we talked about last week about the fact that I'm like doing 87 jobs, but like in the past, I've been able to like balance them all. And I don't really know what's different, except for that I think I actually value my mental well-being and I never did before. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be it, but I'm, like, feeling very overwhelmed. And so I'm, like, trying to get through it, trying to function. But I did get a king cake today, so. How dare you? <laughs> I have been, I have not had a king cake since I have left Louisiana. I have um, been here for six years. I think that they didn't put a baby in our king cake, though. Well, they don't. They give you the baby and you put it in the king cake. That's the situation. Yeah. They didn't give us a baby. Oh, well, that, yeah, that's on them. Yeah. That's on them. Ugh, I wanted nothing more than king cake and every year i look and see if i can find some off the wall bakery making one that i can bring to the office and it never exists i can what? order from freaking new orleans and they'll so send me one. um so my my friend amy who y'all meet at the wedding she um she is a baker and she makes king cakes at her shop for will she mail me one um before tomorrow morning? No. Maybe, maybe I don't know, next year. tomorrow. Who knows? <laughs> right. You might be buried in snow. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Traditional? I have more questions. Is it just traditional king cake? Uh, like plain cinnamon filling? Yeah. Is there like. No, there's the cinnamon. Cinnamon. Okay. Yeah. You have cream cheese filling? Is it just plain? Um, plain with cream cheese frosting, cinnamon with colored, cute little colored mm-hmm. things, cinnamon filling. Pretty, pretty normal. Nothing extravagant. No raisins. Raisins are gross. Correct. I well, there's too many people who are like, oh, there's cinnamon that also has to be raisins. Oh no, no, it's it's light cinnamon. It's not like you walked into a cinnamon roll and had it. Like it's. This was a little heavy on this was a this one was a little heavy on the cinnamon, I'm mm. not gonna lie. I didn't okay. hate it, but it was a little heavy on the cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, I was talking to um one of my students is from the city in Brazil that has the record for the largest carnival parade in the world, like the Guinness Book of World Records. So I was talking about mm-hmm. carnival and I had king cake and I was like, ugh. And I will spend my Mardi Gras doing homework all night, so it'll be great. (laughs) I will hopefully spend my Mardi Gras buried in snow from my home. Love it. Watching the the Marvel shows. Yeah, no, I'll be watching The Bachelor and doing homework. Mm -hmm. Whether it snows or not. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not. I learned Brian, my, my coworker, it, his house is like the bachelor house. Isn't that like, fun? Like, no, like they watch it. Like, yeah. Oh, I was like, like I was... YouTube TV or whatever. Got it. 
And so, like, him and his fiance watch it, and then everyone just, like, comes to their house and watches it. I love it. I was like, that's so fun and so expensive. Um, I try. I was like, you got to get, like, bunny ears. He had no idea what I was talking about. I was like, have you never been poor? I don't understand. <laughs> have you never <laughs> been poor? I, I don't think he I, has, though. So I I wonder that about people all the time. I'm like, did you... You've never, you've never questioned whether your card was going to decline when you bought something. Right. Have you? No. Yeah. Both of his parents are doctors and he's like traveled the world with them. Like, so I don't think, I really, I don't think he's ever been poor. Um, No. Some, I don't, I like don't even understand people who put their bills on auto pay. Like I, I, I mean, (laughs) I do that, but it will not get paid if I don't. Well, that's because that your is. memory is worse than your finances. Exactly. Which uh, is like, that's a that's a pro though. Like that's, that's not true. always been the case. That's true. So. That's true. Um, no, my memory is my memory is pretty great. Um, my finances mm-hmm. are questionable at best. Um, yeah, mine too. But my memory is just like in the drain. So <laughs> you know, it's fine. Um, yeah. So. I mean, I'm tired, I'm overwhelmed, I'm stressed out, I'm cold, I'm cranky, but I had King's Cake, so I guess it doesn't matter. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, but again. Bon ton, bon ton Let the good times roll. I was really excited. I was hoping that I got the Baby Jesus so that I could not only tell you that I had King's Cake, but rub it in your face with the Baby Jesus, but then they didn't even give us a baby, so. Well, that's why you didn't get a baby, Karma. <laughs> because my reasons for wanting it were awful (laughs) all wrong they were all bad reasons yeah um well i have been thinking about king cake every day for the past two weeks so um i am disappointed that you had it and i didn't um my laptop's dying that's why i'm moving strangely um fair enough but i think rachel rachel has told me this isn't the one let me try again um rachel has instructed me that she will try and send me some king cake cups, which i also love and adore mm, i um, love that mm, maybe maybe when i come home tomorrow i will brew a pot of chicory coffee and that will be my my little no, taste don't of, tell my me about it because i won't have it tomorrow still and so i'll still be mad at you but could you imagine if I have chicory coffee and king's cake all in the same Mardi Gras and you are snowed in with no way to get anything? I would never talk to you again. That's the end of our friendship. No! That's how it goes. <laughs> um, but it's okay because I'm distracting myself from my Mardi Gras depression. Um, Rachel texted me today and she's like, are you working today? I was like, what do you mean? She's like, oh, you don't have Lundy Girl. I was like, no, ma'am, we do not have Lundy Girl off here. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, because they're off like all week and whatnot. Yeah. A lot more of New Orleans is. So I've been distracting myself with um my Marvel shows. I am rocking and rolling. They added the Marvels to Disney Plus this weekend, in case you didn't see, and yeah. I had not watched it. It is pretty darn good. Pretty darn good. I really enjoyed it. See, I loved Miss Marvel. I love um, Kamala. I think she's adorable. Um, I did not like Captain Marvel, and I don't like Brie Larson, so I don't really have any desire to watch it. 
Mm, and, Cap- and Captain Monica Rambo's in it too, and she's she's I great. Know. It's a good storyline, and like, it's gonna things are happening. The end of it is gonna change up the Marvel universe. So like, if you'd like to keep up with the Marvel, I might recommend watching it. Um, yeah, I also watched Secret Invasion, which was not great. That, yeah. But it had some stuff that you needed to see in it, so it was fine. Um, and then I finished the season one of, of, of Shields Agents of Shield. I keep saying this wrong. Agents of Shield. Uh huh. A lot of things happening there. I mean, you could figure most of them out if you watch Captain America. But really good. And so now I'm on the first season of Daredevil, which I've seen before, but it's been a long time. So yeah. And I do love it. That's that's why I keep thinking about Murdoch. I was like, mm. there's there something else. I thought Matt Murdoch. Murdoch. Mysteries. Yeah. I was like, and there's something else. It's Murdoch I've been seeing lately. It's Daredevil. My that God. My brain. But yeah, so I'm just wrapping mm. myself. So if I'm home tomorrow, I will be staring at my YouTube ARP claim sheets on my Google Drive while I watch Daredevil. That'll be my plan in the snow. Oh, love um, it. What a, what a wonderful day. What a wonderful world. What is it? What a wonderful life. That's the one. Something. <laughs> I got there. Something is wonderful. Um, exactly. And um, since a lot of things are not wonderful, please help make them just slightly better. I beg you. So my quote for today is really to show that we are better people than we come off sometimes because i thought you were gonna say better people than everyone else <laughs> then oh, you were like, well, obviously. <laughs> i was like i no, just but... completely shot it down <laughs> yeah um the quote says a man's friendships are the true measure of his worth hmm. yeah it's true sometimes our lives suck but like we have really good friends we do yeah, yeah. we do so. mm-hmm. cheers to that I also have a fiance who just called me and he's going to be really confused when I don't call him back for like another hour. But it's middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Plus it's hard. All right. Well then let's get this show on the road so you can call our fiance back. And so today we are talking about American Horror Story Asylum episode seven called Dark Cousin. Oh, what a time obsessed i have no idea what i gave you as a spoiler last week because i could not for the life of me remember what this episode was about whenever i looked it up um Um, i don't know i don't remember i will tell you in terms of the story this might have been my favorite episode so far in terms of the actual episode yeah in terms of the actual episode i did not care for it that's fair yeah it's got it's got some stuff happening story-wise it's good um it aired November 28th, 2012. It was rated 8.2 out of 10. We are like hanging around that same rating all yeah. season, it seems. Um, number one song, number one movie, still the same, obviously. Um, number one book is The Last Man by Vince Flynn. I feel like I've read something else by him, but I can't remember what it is. So no I meant to look it up and forgot it. Um, so on this day, a few things happened. Um the hobbit an unexpected journey which was the first hobbit film mm-hmm. premiered in new zealand um which i think once i finish marvels i'm either gonna go through lord of the rings and watch the new series or really deep dive into star wars just fyi so stay tuned okay. world 
I know you're all on pins and needles about it. Um, Vinto Franco Ventriglia died 90. He was an opera singer. Um, and last but certainly not least, it happened on November 26th, but it was reported on November 28th that November 26th was the first day of no violent crime in New York City in recent memory. Like, they just couldn't remember the last day that there wasn't violent crime in New York City until November 26th of 2012. Yeah, but I think everyone was trapped because of Sandy, so that's why there was no crime, because they couldn't do anything. Yeah, they couldn't leave. Yeah. So, what a time. <sighs> so, our director is new. Oh, um, okay. We have Michael Reimer. Yeah, it tracks, it tracks. A lot of different visuals this this mm-hmm. time and choices. Um, he is known for Angel Baby, the reimagined Battlestar Galactica. So like 03, like mm-hmm. 09, yeah. I think was somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. Hannibal. So if okay. we might want to cover Hannibal in the future, this might be our guy. And Fires. Don't know what that is. Um cool. came out in 2021. No idea. Um, never heard of it. He also He's Australian, and he worked on Jessica Jones, speaking of Marvels, good. and our good friend, Joel Delafonte's show, Man in the High Castle. Love it. So, been around the scene, been around the scene. Um, Our writer was Tim Minear, who we've spoken about. Mm-hmm. Our editor is Stuart Schill, who we've spoken about. And our guest star, slash star, is Mark Margulies, who plays... Sam Goodman. Mm, okay. Now he has been in everything. He's played <laughs> one part. He's like a mafia guy in every show ever. Okay. Um, but he's known for Pie, Requiem for a Dream, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, and Scarface. What so, a collection. What a yeah, what a collection. What a collection. Um, he did pass away last August, August 3rd, oh. 2023. Um, he was the only cast member of Nom for outstanding guest actor in a drama series. So that's big. And the best fact of all about him, he has the exact same birthday, date, and year as Tina Turner. And he died just a few months after her. Oh, simply so, the best. Simply the best. All right, so. Oh, and I was going to say he was in, I think he was also in Hannibal, like one of the Hannibal episodes. Okay. I was like, he was, or maybe one of the early movies, but, but he was in one of the Hannibals as well. Okay. Um, nice. So here we go. So we start with some nuns that we don't know. And they walk in to check on one of the patients. Um, and it is Grace, who is just mm-hmm. bleeding out. And they're of course panicking, and this is the first moment we see the woman in black show up. Mm-hmm. Um, I call her a lot of different names: Angel of Darkness, Angel of Death, Woman in Black. So just she's all of those people. I mean, she um, she is probably. I believe you that it's just the, the consistency of the name. My guess would be that the Angel mm-hmm. of Death is pretty. I think that's probably the most consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my notes, I just put a lot of different things. So we'll see what I say. Totally fair. Um, like when I randomly write so George in my notes instead of Hammond. And it really bothers me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the woman 
black our angel of death is there to help grace find her way to death mm -hmm. and she's almost there when suddenly the nuns bring her back and she is real upset about it and she's like you yeah. should have just let me go yeah truthfully maybe for the best um and then we go to the credits yeah um i will say um mostly i was like oh that's a lot of blood um and unfortunately i said that about 15 more times this episode um but when the angel showed up i was like oh there she is i was wondering when she was going to show up on the show because um it's the oh god i can't think of the actress's name Frances conroy yeah thank you yeah. oh don't worry i know her we're real tight, <laughs> we're real tight. <laughs> oh yeah we're, we're besties we're besties um also just got word from my boss we're working from home tomorrow update love it beautiful so there were a few different things in the credits but i don't know if they're going to come out soon so i won't mention them but they did have some new stuff um that i, I haven't saw, seen in i thought i saw like a shadow that like i hadn't seen before in a couple of them in, like the moments but i also like again i just have a really hard time distinguishing mm -hmm. the differences yeah. i would have to like literally just watch nothing but the all the credits in order the credits in order and also take the the name slides out of it and just actually show mm -hmm. me the images like just yeah. take and without the music because the music distracts me right so like i need like just silent film I'll make reels. you a powerpoint perfect a silent film reel of each like episode one episode two episode three mm -hmm. without the names and just the pictures and then i can tell you the differences and we spot the difference game it's my favorite um so when we come back we come back with arden and sister mary our dream team and Arden is gardening. He is tending to a plant. And Sister guy. Mary is so like cocky now, which like I mean, sure, she's a demon, she's the devil, it's fine. But like she's comes well, in you and know, she starts like ragging him. And she also like has all the dirt on him now, for sure. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but she comes in and she's like, Oh, I see you're taking care of your plants well you're doing a better job than you are your patients and he is like totally thrown off and she's like yeah your your girl that you sterilized almost died and she just goes into this like spiral of like like taunting him and like blaming him turns out he didn't, he didn't. do the surgery he was like i literally didn't do it i don't know what you're talking he's about. like i haven't done a sterilization and she's like you know you brought out the old arden like you were like rem reminiscing old times he's like no idea no idea what you're saying to me and then he tries to be like you can't talk to me like that blah blah, blah. And he slaps her and she's like mm, no mm. if you do that again you will die she's like i think you need to know who's in charge so he tries and she with the force throws him against the, the couch and yeah. he learns that he is indeed not in charge no 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 bless his heart so now we go to the kitchen 
or saw I don't really know I never know when they're in a workroom exactly what work it is but he has bread so no it's the kitchens yeah yeah yeah, it's the kitchens they're always in the kitchen so random guy whose name is Miles starts hearing voices in his head and they're like telling him like you know you want to do it you want to be a hero like you have to do this to like protect the world like it's this whole big like egg at him on thing and the whole time he's like staring at the nun who has the like slicer um what is that called i don't know i'm gonna just call it a slicer that's what i keep calling it it's got it's got it's like a yeah it's like a bread wheel i don't fucking know yeah and um he starts and he cusses or he says maybe he's like jesus or something and she's like watch your language he's like i'm so sorry it's the voices in my head not concerned she's just like oh you're another crazy patient it's fine and well i mean to be fair based on some of the shit these other people have done just yelling at the voices in your head keep yelling i'm that's true that's true but she's just like so laissez-faire about it and uh so finally he like comes up and he's like you know these like bread slices are not very even she's like no one cares basically she's like no no they're fine i think everything's fine and he's like absolutely not they are not he's like let me he's like i'm really good at machines too and she's like fine whatever i'm like you were just yelling telling the voices in your head to shut the fuck up and now you're really good at machines i don't trust you no, this doesn't feel like a good move. But alas, mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, sure, go ahead. Yeah, go play with the, the big slicer machine. And immediately, he goes to cut off his arm. Like, Im- immediately. Now, so I was watching this on my lunch break. <laughs> so I'm just alone in my classroom with my comfy chair and my gecko watching this. And this is about the moment where I texted Courtney Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty sure I was going to quit the podcast again. Mm-hmm. Did not. They didn't show it. Really. But I did almost vomit. Yeah, it was rough. It was not pleasant. Um, and. They end up after they, of course, arraign him. The sister Mary comes in and there turns out to be that there's writing on the wall and blood. And she's like, and everybody's like, oh, what does that say? I thought it said one. I don't, I obviously do not know foreign Well, languages. it's because um you don't read Aramaic. Right. So it turns out it's Aramaic, which is the language the Bible was originally written in, mm-hmm. um, which we've spoken about before in our exorcism talks. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she says it's a name and she's like, she's, very concerned she's like it's a woman's name and she's like why did you do this and he's you know voices in his head and all this nonsense and he's like i don't even know what i wrote i can't read it and she's like he's got to go in isolation put him in there right now and so he does and then he is saying this whole time he's basically he's like like she's like he goes to the doctor he's like i'm I'm, i don't want to be here anymore he's like dude it's only one night like just hang in there tomorrow's a new day you'll be back in your room no problem he's like i don't think you understand i don't want to be in the world anymore not just in this room yeah and that's so sad because this guy like he's got these voices in his head that are clearly like demonic or otherworldly they're not just mental illness yeah something that's getting him to hurt himself so so it's so sad and then he's saying all this and then our angel of death appears 
and he's she says that miles summoned her with the writing on the wall and whatnot yeah and she convinces him to take off his bandages she's like do you want me to help you and then she gives him the kiss of death and he bleeds out and then we turn around and there's sister mary eunice and we learn that her name is like shahath shahath um i wrote it and i heard it and i think i did it right yeah (laughs) um so she's like who he's like she's like how do you see me and sister mary's comes in and she tells her to leave she's like oh no i'm a simple nun she's like yeah you're a nun but there's nothing simple here yeah and then she starts saying that mary's her cousin and so there's clearly a connection with death and this devil demon yeah and we see a really interesting scene for lily rob where she's arguing with the devil as the nun and the demon it's very brief yeah but like when sister mariana starts begging to like Mm -hmm. be killed to get the demon out of her body and then like the demon like snaps her back out of it that was like really good yeah i at first i because i've forgotten obviously i didn't remember this episode i thought that it was the devil pretending because you know how it likes to do that sometimes mm-hmm. and then but it's clear that that's not what's happening yeah. because of how clean that switch is that lily rob does yeah it was beautiful um and then we go back to grace and dr arden is looking over her and he has learned she has an infection and turns out he is going to save her life so that he's not blamed for her death that is the yeah. only reason He's like, he wants you. her to die. He's like, yeah. fuck you. I hate you. I don't like you at all. You're a pain yeah. in my ass, but you have a botched hysterectomy. And if you die from an infection, they're going to think I did it. And my reputation is yeah. already skating on thin ice right now. Yeah. I was like, that's not a reason to save someone. But like, I guess good. We're going to save them. <sighs> and then we go to bloody face, which is a very awkward transition that we jumped to where um, he is. I also not only was the transition awkward, my internet at the school, school like <laughs> jumped, and so like it skipped ahead like to a second, and so all of a sudden it was just him on top of her, and I was like, "Yeah, that's pretty so much different. how it skips." Anyways, it's not so, much different from the edit. I was like, "What? Oh, okay, yeah." And so he's forcing himself on Lana, and Lana is clearly just like dissociated in this situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and in the very fogginess we start to see a little figure build it's very brief in her eye line and then we go to the police station and yeah. kit is meeting with his defense attorney who does not believe him and does not care that he's you know about to die yeah. i also and definitely know that actor yeah 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 i I meant to look it up and I didn't. Um, but he is a very recognizable actor. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he's talking to the defense attorney and he is telling him, he's like, you know, I didn't do this. I don't know. Like, it's Dr. Thresden made me say all this stuff and I can't, you know, but I didn't do it. I don't want to be in trouble for it. The and defense he's attorney, like, I the mean, defense attorney is basically like, if anybody listens to that tape, you're fucked. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, this is like, there's no way. It's Don Stark. Don He's Nikki the Nose on Star Trek and Bob Pinciotti on that 70s oh, show. Oh, Bob. Yeah. 
Penziati. That's, that's the one. That's um, who I recognized him as. Sure is. Sure is. Um, but yeah, so he tells him, he's like, here's the thing. He's like, I'm not going to tell you to lie. I'm your attorney. He's like, but if for some reason you started like acting out, like maybe they reconsider and don't send you to the chair. And he's like, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. And then, of course, he immediately attacks this guy. And I was like, well, right, that's right, a good right, way right. to start. Is by attacking your attorney. I'm not crazy, um, but I will bludgeon you over the head with this thing. What? Right. Yeah. So we go back to Lana. And it turns out she had been calling the angel of death because everyone calls her when they have no hope. They start calling for death. And yeah. she says, I'm ready. Death would be better than this. However, when push comes to shove, she's not ready for death. She's like, no, not yet. Not now. So, which is, okay, it's a choice you've made. So then Oliver comes down the stairs and he's so insane because he's like, don't worry. I don't blame you. Nothing's your fault. I'm just like, nope sure isn't don't know what doesn't like, matter what you're talking about he's like, i'm not mad he's like i'm not mad at you yeah. but i and i don't want to hurt you but you have to die now yeah it's like it's almost like when your parents like i'm not like it's like i'm not mad i don't love it's not that i don't love you i'm just disappointed it felt like yeah. he was giving her that speech it's like this is not the time or place i'm just i'm just um, disappointed that you're not actually my mother Right. And so he's like, you know, I don't want to hurt you. So would you rather me, um, what were his options to strangle her or slit her throat? Yeah. And she, of course, panics. And he's like, you know, it's fine. I'm going to put you out first. So you're not going to feel it either way. And then she sees the picture. He was like, you'll be with Wendy. And she sees the picture of Wendy and just breaks over his head. And then they're tussling and she stabs him in the leg. And then strength starts strangling him with the chain. She thinks she's got him. They, the bad ones never die. Evil never dies. Yeah. And so, also, um, she did a really terrible job of strangling him. And to be yeah. fair, she was malnourished and like panicked and scared. Sure. But um, no. But still, no, but like adrenaline kicks in too. Like you know. Yeah. Uh, so she frees herself, and of course he chases after her. But she does, lo and behold, get away. And she gets into this random man's car out of nowhere. When she started running down the street and then a light came up behind her in the car. I cannot begin to tell you how sure I was that it was him again. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, she did stab he, him in the leg with the like meat with the right. Syringe, no, like he was but... he was he was unconscious and very badly injured. Mm -hmm. But it would not have surprised me if he yeah. was still there again. Yeah um but it wasn't it was just a random man but it turns out it was indeed a random man who hates all women now yeah a piece um, of because shit. she's like she's like oh my god you've saved my life he almost killed me and he's like what did you do she's like was he he was like is it your boyfriend she's like nope just a random man and he almost killed me and he's like are but you sure guy, because he's like are you sure because all women do is marry you and then lie to you and then cheat on you and you all deserve to die i want it because it turns out his wife of 10 years that's the moment where you went that's the moment where you're like i'm a lesbian i don't even like penises i wouldn't sleep yeah. with someone yeah and uh he's like what are you gonna do, jump out of the car 
one, yes, that would have been the better move. I understand you're already injured, but like I probably would have jumped out of the car. Fifty miles um, per hour is pretty fucking fast, though. Yeah, but what are my options at this point? You know, they don't feel great. Mm. See, but um, I just know that I'm gonna die either way, and somehow mm. the the road burn that is gonna occur as I throw myself Ooh, out of the car fair. at 50 miles per hour feels like a much worse way to die. Mm. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Road burn would be bad. Um, yeah. Well, at this moment, while they're while he's talking about his wife and whatnot, and he uh, pulls out a gun. Our angel of death shows up again. And Lana's like, not now. Why now? But it's for the man who shoots himself because he's upset about his wife. While he's driving, Lana's just in the car. And then, but lo and behold, she did not die. Lana's found, but she's found by the police who take her back to Briarcliff. And when she wakes up, Sister Mary Eunice is coming in the door. She's so unfortunate. I was like, I know Such I said something sh- really bad was going to happen to Lana mm-hmm. this episode. This wasn't it. This wasn't what I had envisioned. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this isn't the time yet. So then we go to Sister Jude, who we haven't seen this episode. So it's yeah. time. That was and we are yeah. back where we yeah we're back where we left her um, with Sam Goodman in his death and we have a flashback to mary eunice killing him so we see like what actually happened i mean we knew but like yeah. we see it happen it's confirmed and jude calls the police and then she sees the bottle of kentucky bourbon and the articles about the hit and run and she loses it so she hangs up the phone and we get another flashback this time it's to her the night um after everything happened so mm-hmm. she's at home drunk and her bandmate shows up at the door turns out she had skipped a gig didn't call she'd been kind of slipping and so they give her like essentially a severance they're like this is going to take care of you for a while but, but we have to yeah. replace you because you are not reliable yeah and she tries to sleep with him to stay in the band like she's clearly not doing well yeah but she like throws then, herself at him and he's like yeah. you smell like vomit and i can't think of yeah. anything worse than someone trying to have sex with me if they smelled like vomit i thought he said you smell like vodka oh i thought i thought he said vomit i thought it was vodka i think it was vodka <laughs> but it could well, have been neither vomit. either is a viable yeah but like if you're if you're so like yeah if you're so drunk well because he also said that the room like smelled rank and like that it was stale and like Mm -hmm. somehow i just feel like that is like alcohol poisoning vodka like vomit it's either Mm -hmm. way it's gross yeah either way is not good um (laughs) but he also mentioned when he left the severance envelope that he also left a detective's card in there because they were asking about a hit and run from the night before and so they wanted to get in touch with her well, that scared so, the shit out of her. Yep, and she just packs up her bag and runs. And, and while she's running, she's drinking and driving and gets into another wreck. Thankfully, it's just by herself. But it just so happens that it's at a convent. And this is when she decides to join up and become a nun. So now we're at present day. Yep. She's drunk again. And the phone starts ringing. 
And so she answers it. And it's Sister Mary Eunice saying that it's her conscience calling. And I was like, you are so dramatic. Like, oh, bitch. Ugh, this woman, she is writing a sitcom while she's doing this. Like, yeah. it's insane. Sister Jude's like, what did you do? She's like, what did I do? What did you do? Yeah. And Mary tells her that not only um, did she leave this bottle of bourbon for her, but Sam was actually researching her hit and run the whole time. And so she really saved her from getting caught. And uh, so she takes the bottle. Well, oh, and no, she's like, it was- left you another, left you something else yeah. as well. Yeah, it wasn't even that. She was basically like, oh, she didn't even, I think the threat was less that like Sam was actually researching her. It was more mm-hmm. the Sam is dead and the newspaper articles about your hit and run are on the dresser. So it's going to look to the cops yeah. like he was researching you when you get caught for murdering him. Mm-hmm. Oops. Yeah. So she grabs the bottle and the razor and goes to a diner. Because honestly, when all hope fails, you go to a diner. A hundred percent. And, uh, she goes to the bathroom and she's, you know, got her, she's been drinking. She pulls out the razor and slits her wrist. And then she looks over her body and it turns out it was all in her head. She had decided not to do it. Yeah. However, but she, she envisions what it would have been like. Yeah. But again, the use of blood in this episode was not my favorite. Yeah. It was a little gratuitous. It was it was a lot. And it wasn't even I don't there was a couple moments that I thought were gratuitous and a couple moments that I thought were necessary, but it was just that there was so much in one episode. Like we have Grace in the bad, we have the guy cutting his wrists on the saw, we have mm-hmm. the puddle that Saul is laying in. Now we have this, and then there's at least two more really bad scenes coming up and i was just like i don't like this yeah it's quite a bit it's quite a bit um yeah and so when she goes back out to the diner our angel of death is just sitting at the table waiting for her and we and then jude tells her you've jumped the gun again and we learn a little bit more about jude we learn that this is the first time she's tried to kill herself we have the night that her husband left her And he left her because she told him that he had given her syphilis and she couldn't have children. And he told her she was a whore left. And they also talk about. This scene was just so well acted and so Mm -hmm. tragic. And just the way that like the angel just listened to everything and then was like, but yes all of that was horrible but it was because you you needed to still be here like you still have a purpose you still have hope and she's like tonight is the first time that you really didn't have enough hope left and that's why i'm here yeah she said tonight was a different song playing and uh the two of them like it was conway and jessica lane it was honestly And honestly, I said that this episode story-wise was my favorite so far. Mostly it was Jude's story in this episode. So mm-hmm. like the 
the whole thing. And obviously we have more to come for that, but this scene in particular and Jude and the angel of death and like the angels interactions with Lana and with um, Grace and with um, Mary Eunice. Like I just, this was, this was probably my favorite episode so far. Yeah. But we have our dream team. We have our dream team in this episode. So it's a good one. Um, yeah, and so she's telling her about all this, about not having children. She's telling her about, you know, why didn't you do it the night of the car wreck and all this different stuff. And then we go to a shot where the waitresses at the diner are just looking at her, and she looks like she's talking to herself, obviously. Yeah. And so they're like, maybe we should call Briarcliff, because at least they'll give her a bed tonight. And that is the most terrifying thought. The most terrifying thought. <sighs> but don't worry. We go to the next morning. Where she is stopped by a house. Well, because she to she because she tells she tells the angel that she really is ready to go. She's done everything she can do for God, but she has one last thing she needs to do to like make amends before she goes. Right. So she goes over to the house of the little girl that she hit, and she starts telling them. She starts by saying she was her teacher, and they're like, "Oh, you're a teacher." And she's like, "Well, no, I'm a nun." <laughs> like. Oh, so you were her Sunday school teacher. They, they were like, she, well, you know. It kind of it kind of felt like she didn't really say it, but they were like offering it. And she was like, yeah, but no. Whatever you need to think is what yeah. I am to be here. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but so she's going through all of this. She's like, I remember her blue coat. Like, and they were like, oh, she was such a stubborn little girl. And like reminiscing and all this. And then she walks in the door and it turns out missy never died that and she's totally fine was a lot that was amazing and then the so the then also jessica lang's like speech here where she's like mm -hmm. trying to not admit everything but also she's like i was so scared mm -hmm. and worried and broken by what had happened to you that it's why I became a nun and like I just I felt like I needed to do my penance and like tell my story and like check on your family and like grieve for them and with them N none yeah. of that was she untrue it was like right. it was dancing around the truth but it was not yeah. untrue and it was just so yeah. good Cause she's like, I've been struggling with my faith lately. And so I went back to the thing that brought me to faith. And yeah. the mom is like, yeah, her father, you know, struggled a lot with faith as well. And he really wanted vengeance. But I kept saying like, you know, our baby girl came home and she just has a few scratches. So like, and he was just, we, we get to live with her, but the person who did this has to live with themselves. With yep. And so, um, yeah, which is absolutely true. Jude has been like harboring this for a lot more than they have. Oh um, yeah. So we go back to Briarcliff because we're not done yet, and Lana is talking to the. Um, she's begging for Sister Jude. Oh, and this is when Sister Mary Eunice comes in, and yeah. she immediately starts telling her about Doctor Thredson, yeah. and she's like, "He did this. He's killing everyone. You can see it. it's on his basement." And Sister Mary's like. Yeah, nope, I totally believe you, 100%. And she's like, oh my God, Kit's innocent, all this stuff. She's like, yep, totally, I 100%, you are absolutely Which, correct. Okay, 
two sides to the coin. One, if a crazy person is telling you something and they're erratic, you absolutely tell them that you believe mm-hmm. them to calm them down before you deal with it. Yeah. Correct. But B, we get a flashback to the demon like saying to Threadson that he's a fan of his work. His work. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which, and, uh, and it's clear that she knows it's true also. Yeah. But also in that original scene, in the fr- I feel like I need to watch the second episode again. Does the demon actually say I'm a fan of your work, bloody face, in that episode? He just says I'm a fan of your work, I think. I don't think he okay. says bloody face. I don't recall, but I feel like I would have noticed that. I fe- they, Yeah, I feel like I would have noticed that. Because I, you know, I, I had known he was bloody face before. So I feel like I would have at least noticed it as like a call out. Yeah. But I can't be certain because I have a terrible memory as we discussed. Right. Um, but yeah, so she obviously knows it's true. And she's like, we're going to take care of this. Take your medicine. She gives her everything. And she says in the creepiest way, no one knows you're here. Because she's like, don't tell like dr arden or whatever she's like don't worry no one knows you're here i was like that just sounds like an ominous sounds awful yeah and so then she goes outside sister mary dies and immediately tells frank all of lana's thoughts on oliver and kit she's like she's losing it and frank's like yeah he already admitted to everything and she's like and frank goes oh yeah and he escaped and he's on the loose, and the orders are to shoot on site. Yep. So great, good signs, good signs all around. Right. All things are positive. Uh, and at this moment, we see Kit running through the tunnels of Briarcliff with a creature hot on his tracks. Because that's the best. So we place go to the to kitchen. Be. That's the best yeah. place to be right now. Yeah. So we go to the kitchen and. Grace is sitting there and she's saying that like she's a miracle. She's like so much better. And the nuns are like, what are you doing? Go to bed. And she's like, I just can't go back to the bed right now. And she's like, okay, fine. I have some extra cleaning up to do. But when I get done, you do have to go to bed, but you can hang out like while I'm working or whatever. Yeah. And so like super cool. And then she's like, I just like want to go home or something. Or you can't leave yet. And then Kit comes in and he's like, no, you have to leave now. And yeah. It turns out that he's shown up to save her. Just all very sweet. And then the nun immediately sees him and starts screaming. Mm -hmm. And then the creature immediately rips her neck open. And so there's another bloody scene for you. Yeah. Um, And then the, um, so then the creature's like on the rampage now and frank comes in and he goes to shoot kit because you know well, shoot on before, sight. No, before before that the creature's on a rampage the creature jumps at kit and then at, kit yeah guts him and we watch the entrails fall out of him yeah. that was that was when i was like nope I'm, i mean i had already been disgusted with the blood but that one was a far cry from necessary for me yeah at least we're at the <laughs> end by then though you knew know. it was almost over i was like um yeah, so then Frank is supposed to shoot him on sight. So he goes to shoot him, and Grace jumps in front of the bullet. And she didn't die 10 minutes earlier so that she could die now. And the angel of death comes and takes her away. And we just end on this shot of the kitchen with the two just bloody with people. Bloody bodies everywhere. Yeah. 
Great. So that's the end of the episode. Horrible. And I don't have any trivia for you. I did double check. There is nothing there. It's no fun. Um, so what are your thoughts, feelings, predictions? Um, I mean, again, I thought something bad was going to happen to Lana. Did not expect that. Um, I distinctly thought as Kit showed up to rescue Grace, I was like, we just had all of that stuff happen with Jude. And now this, it's starting to feel like a happy ending which is not appropriate for this show. For the so mid-season, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that feels wrong. And so then Grace had to die because otherwise it would have ended happily and that was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I love... I am really curious to see what this girl not being dead does to Jude. I really hope that it keeps her with hope and joy and not wanting to die because I really kind of like her being on a good path, but I don't know. Um, We finally got to really see that Marionis is struggling inside the demon. And so Mm -hmm. hopefully we still there a little bit. Yeah. We need to address that. I think. Um, I don't. um, Threadson can't be dead. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, those are those are good predictions. Coming up with some good ideas. Good ideas. Um so before I give you your teeny tiny spoiler, ooh, do you want to punch? So many people. Um, but I'm gonna go with um threats and because um that was terrible. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I was kind of split and it wasn't threads. And so now I don't know who I'm going to choose. Um, I think I'm going to go with Kit. I should go with Mary Eunice. Oh, Kit well, here's got the thing. Away. Kit was my runner up also. So, okay. Because he got away. Yeah. And then he ran to the asylum, huh. immediately got Grace killed, could have gotten himself killed when he could have just gotten away like get away get everything squared away find all the evidence you need to clear your name and then go get grace free like like or just like leave the the town it's it's the 60s just like leave the town go to a different state and then they can't find you like yeah yeah so just for being a moron when he could have saved himself and grace would not have been in harm's way yeah so who's your mvp um, the angel of death. I love it. That's yeah. She's fantastic. Um, yeah. Because she I doesn't. She doesn't seem to be like malevolently like going after people. She's just like taking them when they're already dying. Like it doesn't seem like she's like wishing death on people. She's just coming right. to the people who need help. And she says to the demon you feel like one of us but fallen which makes me think that she is actually like a legitimate angel not so like i'm um i'm I'm pretty pretty down with that right now yeah that's a good pick um i picked the nun who was nice to grace in the end oh 
because she's like the only one that's like shown humanity to any of the like patients somehow i feel like it was the same none for all like in the beginning talking to grace and at the end talking to grace and making the bread and singing to the guy who tried to kill himself <laughs> like it just yeah. the one nun who has a fucking heart in this place yeah the one that's the one yeah um yeah so that is our episode next week it's christmas um i did know that but only because um for some reason so i stopped the episode with four minutes left um Mm -hmm. because i had a class coming in and so when i went to go finish it it was too close to the end so it wanted me to play the next episode so i had to go in and move it up so i just saw that there was somebody in a santa suit and that the name of the episode said something about like holy night or something and i was like is happening well that's all I so spoiler, I knew it, spoiler. So I knew I knew it was Christmas, but I don't know anything more than that. Which is it's why. Christmas and it is not a holy night. As one could imagine. So if you wish it was Christmas today, or you have any other feelings about American Horror Story, you can feel free to email us, deathandaliens at gmail.com. You can find us on all of the social media at Death and Aliens. You can find me at CECloud13. And you can follow me everywhere at E-M-K-A-Y underscore Superstar. And we will see you for Sci-Fi Sunday. Bye.